Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. go welcome dungeon crawlers to tales of tamriel your source for elder scrolls online news discussion and all around tomfoolery i might have dated myself a little bit with the use of that little uh little phrase but we're here and we're going to get into this show sorry it's been a few weeks since we've uh last been on we were off for the holidays for the past two weeks um, and then, unfortunately, uh, finals and sickness kind of got yep. in our way, and uh, we lost another week. So um, we're here. We had quite a bit of news that's piled up, which has been nice and something that's been a little bit of a change recently. Um, but uh, we're here. And I'm Agelos, your host, and with me, as always, forevermore, he cannot escape, no matter how hard he tries, Arkaneer. Hello. <clears throat> um, uh, it's it's exciting, you know, to have this many news for once in a while. So it'll probably be a long episode. So I hope you all enjoy this episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. We'll see how it goes. Um, and it's it's funny that you talk about that because I've been working on uh, an, the new website recently, and and unfortunately, it's so different that I couldn't just use the current version that we have so I've been manually copying over all of the posts we've ever done on DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com to our uh, staging site and working with it and as I'm going through all the the old past episodes of Tales of Tamriel and looking at the show notes for those episodes I'm sitting there going like some of them had like 14 bullet points it was insane how much news we were inundated with at the beginning and I mean, it, it's natural with as MMOs uh, advance that there's less less going on uh, all the time. But uh, yeah, it was kind of shocking compared to where we are, where we were, you know, seventy episodes ago versus where we are today. Um, obviously, our audio got 
quite a bit better. Cause, <laughs> no. I know Ark. I think that you got a new. I mic. mean that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's right here. It looks really nice. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Finally. So we're starting to somewhat become professional. <laughs> well, yeah, plus time. Well, maybe. Plus time. Yeah, equipment wise, anyway. But yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, obviously, the the notes for the today's show. I'm gonna go ahead and kind of hammer them out right away because we are going to take calls on Tales of Tamriel. Uh, it's something that I like that bit, and it's something I want to continue in the future. Sometimes we get calls, sometimes we don't. But I want the community to express their opinions with us if if they can or want to. And in order to do that, I figured it might be a good idea to give what we're gonna talk about ahead of time. So if you have something you want to talk about, you can. Um, so we have some news that's coming up, including a new Crown Store showcase. We are going to be talking about. The PTS patch for 2.7 update 13, uh, all the new features being added, uh, sans the homestead, because we're going to save that mm-hmm. for the conversation. Uh, Rich Lambert took to the forums today to give us a little bit of a sneak peek on some changes coming up with uh, classes in update 13. We'll definitely hit on that. Um, the Elder Scrolls Online.net. Um, a Russian fan site data mined a bunch of different uh, images that were used from the Crown Store and stuff like that and from the game files. So we are going to be looking through those items as well to kind of see what has been added in Update 13. Um, so that'll be definitely exciting. We have two discussion points to talk about tonight. We have the official word on high from the debacle that was the poor customer service rep who allowed past Crown Store items to be purchased. We're going to talk about that and uh, what we think the fallout of that is. And then finally, we're talking Homestead. PTS, what we like, what we don't like, what we think is amazing. Pretty much that's about it. So we'd love to hear your ideas on Homestead or anything we talked about. So feel free to give us a call dungeoncrawlernetwork.com slash discord hop onto the podcast lobby chat we have our dcn intern robot dancer down there she's awesome and she is uh willing to take calls and let us know so we can pull you into the show so that's something you're interested in let's do it arc you have anything you want to say before i really roll into this i feel like i don't know what i'm doing probably because we haven't done an episode since last year which I have to, which I when you say it like that, it does feel like we've been gone a while. Yeah. When in reality, it's only been about three weeks. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you are right. But, we have not mm-hmm. podcasted since last year. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. All right, we're going to hop right on into the news. First up, Crown Store Showcase. For January 4th, 2017. We've got a, a new showcase that came out. I'm going to go ahead and try to pull it up so we can see it. So that's what I'm going to be doing right here, Ark, while you're... Uh, and you are throwing me into the boss microphone again. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm glad so you know. We... <laughs> <laughs> so it's the Crown Store showcase for January 4th. And... Again, as usual, we have some new costumes, um, a new 
motif, actually, a couple of motifs, which were in the game, we'll go through them in a bit, and some new pet style parlor items, hairstyles, and that's about it, really. There isn't really something that's overly exciting, but um, the uh, crafting motifs might be fun for some people. Um, so you haven't done it yet, because that's that's about it without the pictures. Yeah. That's all I can talk about pictures. Hey, guess what? <laughs> pictures are up. Nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> Take back the lead. Yeah, I know. You, you, you did good. You did good there. You know, whenever, whenever you do this, I feel like, you know, in the movies, two guys are driving in a highway trying to avoid, uh, you know, running away from something. And one of the guys decides that he needs to go out of the window and lets the other guy um, handle the wheel. <laughs> that's how I feel like, you know, that, that's how I feel like trying to grab onto the wheel from the next seat. Yep, yep. That's pretty much how it, that's exactly how it is. I'm just like, good luck, Ark. See you later. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're glad you're good with this. So, um, but yes, as you can see on the screen, we've got first new costume coming into the crown store, which is the Glenorma or Glenumbra. No, Glenmora. Which robes? I, you know, and the sad part is I've been practicing saying that because of the quest in Skyrim <laughs> with the Fighters Guild, uh, you know, with the the werewolves. I guess it's not really the Fighters Guild in Skyrim; it's the Companions, but it is the Fighters Guild. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting their costume now. Did you see it in game? No, I haven't. Actually, the only thing I but is this in the game? These are in the game, right? This one is in the I game right yet. now. This one became available as of the fifth of January, so it's been on mm. for about a week now. I stopped following what date is. After the start of January, so <laughs> I know I don't know. Understandable. But no, I, I haven't seen it. Okay, all right. It's it's a cool costume though. No, I I, I like it. I definitely like it. Yeah. Um, it's not really my thing. Like it's it's not something that my character would wear, obviously. Um, yeah. <laughs> because but maybe for some role play that might be kind of neat. And I mean their costumes are neat cuz they do add a lot of layers. One of my big complaints remember early on in the game was the painted on look that yeah. everything had and their new costumes they've they've done away with that. So that's always a plus. We've got the Drifting Sands tunic and sash. This became available as of the 12th of January. I'm going to pull that up. Very, it's Redguard, you know, it's Arabian Nights, so if you got an Aladdin fantasy, here you go. They are pretty simple. I mean, most of the Redguard male kind of costumes, they they, they don't go for highly um, exaggerated stuff, I guess. But just when I'm saying that, the costume beneath that is... The Quite fancy, interest. so yeah. yeah. It's a merchant. My argument just got invalid. <laughs> <laughs> Desert merchant. It looks neat. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Um, so that that's cool. We've got the new crafting motif being added to the game. If you haven't already gotten the Assassin's League um, from the Dark Brotherhood, you can now mm -hmm. pick that up in the Crown Store if that is what you would rather do than farm out the pages. It is now available. Um, as well as the Domethra. Now, I cannot remember. These These all go on sale. Um, that The Assassins was on sale from the 5th of 
January. Now, here's something with the Domitra. The Domitra is only available for a limited time between the 26th and the 30th. Oh, is this available yeah. in game? Like, I feel like it is from doing uh, actually mall, isn't it? I never seen any Dromastra pages I... or motif books or anything. And we've done a lot of Mall of Lorcage with the It guild, might be you know? veteran only. I feel like I've seen Domitra stuff. And like I, I really do feel like it's in, in game. So if anyone in I chat wasn't it a skin that was in the game? No, that that was a there was a Domitra skin that you could get from doing the um the vet hard mode, but no, there there was a crafting motif that they added. I believe this is in game, but I don't know why it's limited time only. That's kind of confusing for me because I do feel like it's in game. Yeah, I I feel like I remember seeing the armors, but I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I mean, if it's in the game, why make it limited time on the crown store? I, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't, and that that's kind of the thing. I'm gonna have to check and confirm that, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Next up, we got a new mini pet coming into it, the uh, Lynx, which another Lynx pet, which I like. I don't like these. You don't like Lynxes? The desert I don't Lynx? know. They look, look kind of weird. Like, the head is too big for its body, kind of. I don't know. There's something odd about them. I can't really put my finger on it, but I don't know. They, they look weird to me. Oh, I'd rather have a normal dog or a tiger or something like that instead of the Lynxes. Well, ladies, if you need your eyelashes to uh, flit a little bit, if I use the right term, or is it flits? <laughs> I can't remember, but don't don't hate me too much. We've got the uh, a new facial hair, which is the subtle dark lashes. I'm sure someone will tell me I said the wrong word, but I might be right. I need to sh- shout up to Thais <laughs> and make sure I know what the right word is. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do that. So if you hear me screaming, this is why. Hey, Thais! She's not even paying attention anymore, so she doesn't even <laughs> My son cried, though. He heard me. All right. Well, she she's not here to tell me what, what it is, so sorry. Um, we also figured that out. Yeah, <laughs> someone will tell me. Someone will correct me. We've got Temple Tufts for the Khajiit, because that's awesome. Now, the Sailor Squid Goatee. No, this is a good one. You, you like this? Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. This is only available for a short time as well. This is oh, available from the 19th to the 23rd. Now, I hate the limited time stuff, but it is what it is. Yeah. I probably won't get it then. I wonder how much is going to be with limited time. Uh, wavy Triple Braid Updo is now available. Crest with the Pony Braid. That's kind of neat. And fine upstanding spines to erect them because <laughs> you need to erect them. Yeah. Tussled bard, and that's pretty much now, it. This is actually a good – the tussled bard is a good hairstyle to yeah. have any – it's not lore-breaking in any way, and it looks good, so. Hmm. I guess. I like yeah, no, I, I can see. I mean, it, it, it is true. It is true. I, I kind of like it. But, uh, yeah, that is now – available as well so those will be all available i think around january 21st so other than the limited edition ones that we just mentioned earlier so Mm -hmm. keep that in mind if that's something you're interested in 
<laughs> the beard's hilarious. We've got Robot Dancer in chat. She's already telling, giving me commentary on on <laughs> these things. So that is what it is. All right, so that was the Crown Store for January. We're going to go ahead and move on to the PTS patch notes. Update 13 has been released. So the Elder Scrolls Online version 2.7.0 featuring Homestead. This is going to be a free update that introduces the player housing system. So this is not going to be a paid DLC. It's going to be baseline. So that's kind of neat. Mm. Um, and they, they, of course, highlight the housing and the furniture crafting, which is new. Um, in this massive new set, uh, in addition to the massive new system, which is Homestead, they've also added master crafting writs, four new motifs, and updated several sources of itemization in Cyrodiil and the Imperial City which we're going to talk about here shortly. Um, they've also put a focus on improving the balance across all classes and skills. And that's pretty much it. So we're going to talk about that. So before we get into Homestead, because that's going to be a discussion for the end of the show, we do want to hit up on the big features with update 13. Okay. Specifically, um, as I scroll through this entire huge list, I'm trying to get to the master riffs because that's really I think it's what... on the third page. Is it third page? Yeah, I see it. Master writ. So, master crafting writs. Maximum uh, tier writ reward boxes for all trade skills now have a chance to provide a special invitation to craft a very specific item or set of items. These invitations may require any materials or knowledge associated with the trade skill, even if you don't yet possess it. These invitations are tradable, um, consumable, and indicate the number of writ vouchers awarded upon successful completion of the contract. Um, the frequency of master writ invites from standard writ boxes is based on overall associated trade skill mastery possessed by the character. This includes research, motif, knowledge, and achievement completion. Ark, are you a crafter? Because I'm a crafter. I'm not a crafter. I've never been a crafter in possibly any game, but I've been trying to um, get the master crafting achievements in European side because I don't have anyone to craft me stuff there. So um, I need to craft stuff myself, and I need to sell stuff. So, But I've never liked writs because i don't like doing dailies because they are the same thing that i have to do each day but this might be a reason to start doing them because um these imitations will be tradable and i feel like they'll go for quite a bit of money so of course they yeah, will. I, yeah you, you know, I, I might because when you hand yeah. them in you get this new currency called writ vouchers and these can be turned in uh to the mastercraft mediator um, who accepts the master writ deliveries, and um, he apparently, this guy, Rolis Halalu, because, hey, that kind of fits hmm. lore-wise. I like that. <laughs> yeah. um, so the more difficult, rare, and expensive crafted items provide more writ vouchers on average than the more commonplace counterparts. So depending on what the task is involved, it may give you more or less. Here's the big kicker. So these things you can then turn in. He's a merchant who will not take gold, but he'll take these crafting writs to allow you to buy a couple things, including style items, individual motif chapters, or a complete book for the ebony motif. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. 
Um, there are two legendary furnishing plans per trade skill. So blacksmithing, okay. uh, well, probably per everything. Uh, the recipe and unique component for the ethereal ambrosia, so you can take that. The recipe and unique component for the targeting skeleton furnishing. Um, crafting station furnishings for each trade still trade skill and a die station furnishing and attunable crafting stations for blacksmithing clothing woodworking trade skills which have been used near crafted item set locations to transform them into furnishing versions of those set stations so essentially you'll be able to take these things out craft them at some world location that has a crafting lo you know uh and then that can sit in your house, and you no longer have to go out into, like, the rift to do Hunding's Rage. You can do it from yeah. your house. So all these things require master writs, or these writ vouchers. I mean, if I trusted my RNG, I would probably use these master writ vouchers myself, but I don't. So I'll just sell them and buy whatever I need externally. Hmm. I see. My my RNG is, uh, I'll keep that to tail section if we have time to do it. But... Yeah, yeah, we probably will. But I I like the fact that these things are a currency for crafters. So by doing your daily writs and getting these master, uh, writ um, master uh, writs, you can get these vouchers to buy all these special stuff. And I can tell you, the targeting skeleton is going to be a big thing. That's going to be a big seller. Oh, yeah. And if you can only get it from this. That's a potential huge money maker. I assume it will also be in the crown uh, store, but possibly. Yeah. New motifs are coming with update thirteen, including the silken ring style, which is found in the Cradle of Shadows dungeon, available through the Shadows of Hiss DLC. The Mazatune style from that self same dungeon. The Ragada style is found in Craglorn now. I say Ragada because it's two words. I refuse to say Regatta. <laughs> but anyway. I don't know how it's... Anyway, so just... It, it, I think it's actually Regatta because I think that's how they pronounce it in the game. But I've actually heard other people separate it out. <laughs> um, so however you want to pronounce it, you could do it. It's the old Red Guard <laughs> style that actually came from several of the uh, or the sets we used to find in, in uh, Craglorn. Like, um, what set did you used to wear that... Um, way long ago arc that you were after. What was it? Um, oh my! Oh it's gonna my it's gonna bother me because you were you, you always had that as one of your main sets. Now I can't remember what it is. Um, there was. I've been using Black Rose for a very long time. This was before Black Bef Rose even came out. Uh, probably Footman and his Footman. Spark. Footman, that's what it was. So the Footman set. Wasn't Footman. That I I thought that was Orc. No, that that's the regatta style. Really? Yeah. I always assumed it was orc because it, I don't know, it looked ugly. There's <laughs> well, I mean that that's that's up to taste, but the regatta style you can actually also see it in a, several of the uh the in the Alakir Desert when you're doing the main storyline, there's a few times where you actually see past events i don't want to give away spoilers because yeah. the story's really good but you see past events and you get to see the regatta happen and a lot of their generals are wearing that style so um it's something 
something to keep in mind. The Ebony style as well, which is only attainable from the Mastercraft Mediator. So, yeah. Imperial City vendors are getting a change. Uh, the Telvar Greater Lockbox Merchant now is now known as the Telvar Equipment Lockbox Merchant. So these boxes now contain armor, weapons, and jewelry from every Imperial City set in all traits except Impenetrable and Nernhone, which... This like changes that. a lot of things. Okay. Because the, they used to come in, only come in um, armor. Now they are coming in weapon and jewelry. That's true. So I, yeah. Black rose the, jewelry. My entire, yeah, it's, it's it's a game changer. Everything will be changed. Will change. So, that's, I can't tell if it's a nice thing though. <laughs> Maybe. I I don't want to theory craft again. <laughs> Uh, well, well, I don't you know. It, it is what it is. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is um, all the old Imperial City sets are now available from these lockboxes. Mm. These lockboxes will give you other sets now. So, like, they're not just PvP sets. You can get them in, you know, Divines, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And now they also have a jewelry counterpart. So that may change up what you're doing. Yeah. Serial vendors. Yes. Yes. The vendors found in the base camp of uh, the alliances in Cyrodiil have changed. Most of them have left. They just said, screw this. We're not making <laughs> money. No one's buying our crap. We're leaving. So they left, and they're no longer here. Um, so, so, unfortunate. Wait, wh- which one are these? Are these the ones that sold um, monster sets? These are the ones that sold uh, some of the old PvP sets, like, um, hold on, it was a set Ravager and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay, But then there were some general merchants who just sold random crap, like low-level stuff, you know, like, Mm. because remember before they had one, you know, you could buy level 40 Ravager sets and stuff. I think a lot of those are gone. Well, that makes sense. I mean, who would buy them anymore? Uh, Alicast is in chat. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. So a lot of those guys are now gone. So unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess it really didn't matter one way or the other. Um However, some of the vendors that were found in the capturable towns in Cyrodiil have had their wares slightly modified. Um, the prices of the containers that you could buy there have been reduced by about 75%. Um, and they removed some item sets from the capturable town wares because, um, because they were found elsewhere in Tamriel. So um, they include armor, um, armor of truth, Bark Skin Crusader, Dorox Bane, Noble Duelist, Prayer Shawl, Robes of Onslaught, Sergeant's Mail, and the Twin Sisters. So, that, that's none of them I've ever used. And the quest rewards in the towns, if you've ever done any of those, I did them like one time to get the achievement, and I have not been back. Uh, but they will now offer better compensation for completing the quest. So, more AP, more gold. Because they didn't, they didn't offer much before. It was kind of garbage. So, yeah, these the, these means the um, the dailies of the towns, right? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Dungeon Ready Check is finally coming. That's pretty cool. Being able mm-hmm. to actually have a you know a ready check to let people know, hey, we're ready to pull or we're not. Um, and a few other little things such as Razor Chroma support. If you had Razor Chroma devices, they weren't really working before. Now they are. So great there. And a champion point increase. I'm actually really happy about this because they're increasing it by 39 points, which brings the current mm. maximum up to 600. <laughs> and it's just aesthetically <laughs> pleasing because it's 600. Yeah. Instead Not of, that I'll ever see it, but it's uh, pleasing. <laughs> it's just aesthetically pleasing than the what? The yeah. five, uh, like, what is it? Like 59 now or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah. That was 561. 561, yeah, 561. So that was just unattractive to look at so 600 is just aesthetically pleasing so and uh, i'm glad that they're there, doing that one one thing i want to mention as alif uh Belazors in the chat just mentioned ready check is already in the game and has been for a few months but the problem is agelos doesn't care about the ready check or whether if your tank is ready whether if your healer is ready and he just decides to pull so he does it so everyone gets killed or as a tank without your resources you have to try and taunt things anyway because Agelos decides to pull things. Oh yeah, no, I won't wait and on as anybody. you can see he is not even aware of the ready check being in the game for a few months, so No, it, it's I said ready check and you're right. I, that that one has <laughs> been in the game, but this is a the dungeon ready check for when you go into a dungeon, how dungeon finder finds it. So Yeah. Essentially, what's going to happen is they've updated the way the Dungeon Finder forms groups, and that's the ready check I'm referring to that they're adding into the game. So instead of automatically putting you into a group, and then you know the person could be AFK or whatever, and you don't know, uh, when the dungeon group's ready, you will no longer be immediately put into a group. Instead, all four members of the group now will receive a box to say, you know, verify that they're ready for the dungeon. So everyone actually has to say, okay, I'm ready. And I'm sure if if someone declines or it times out, they'll be removed from the queue, and the other members will be placed in the front of the queue to get people. Yeah. So this is going to change how some of these things work in terms of um, <laughs> you can't just AFK. You'll actually have to pay attention because you probably only get a couple seconds. You won't get a long time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gave me an opening anyway, so I had to use it. Uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, so that's okay. it for the um, big features, I guess. Um, and and uh, actually, this actually this tip comes from Robot Dancer here, but uh, ESO Man in chat saying that they play on the PC Guild. Um, you do know you can actually use like a ps4 controller or an xbox 360 controller on the pc and it just uh it it converts the ui to that of the the consoles so you can play like you're on a console on pc which is awesome so if you're already in the 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 playstation or the ps or pc the the yeah thank (laughs) you the pc you don't have to leave you can literally just hook up a controller because that's actually how uh, our DCN intern robot dancer plays because she doesn't like the mouse and keyboard. She likes the controller because she was from PS4. So um, you don't have to leave the PC if that's not what you really want. Like, I don't know if I don't, I wouldn't want to start over on console 
if I if I didn't have a choice because I've spent so much time on my PC side, I I just wouldn't mm. want to do it. All right, that was pretty much the big news with update thirteen. However, Rich Lambert took to the forums and posted some of the class balance changes that are coming to the PTS this week. Uh, there's a few things we're going to touch on each one. And we'll talk about them in turn. We're going to start with the Dragon Knight. And I'm going to quote this verbatim. That way it's not my own interpretation. Uh, Rich Lambert says, Just wanted to thank everyone for all the feedback on this thread. The thread being about Dragon Knights and Update 13. We have some updates slash changes coming to the next build uh, that we'd like to share. Obsidian Shield now doubled the speed of this proje- of this projectile. Obsidian Shard. Shard, by the way. yeah. Sorry, yep. I was thinking Shield. I was reading Shield <laughs> elsewhere. Obsidian Shard, they've now doubled the speed of the projectile. Fiery Grip and its morphs. This ability is no longer dodgeable. Also reduced the duration of the Expedition buff by two seconds. So it'll be six seconds instead of eight. Uh, note the damage portion of this ability can still be blocked. So essentially, I guess with that one, they made it so that the buff you get, like if someone were to dodge it, you wouldn't get the expedition buff. Mm-hmm. And so they made it unblockable, but they separated out the the buff portion from the damage portion. So you can still dodge the attack. You just... Uh, I mean, it's it actually says this ability is no longer dodgeable. So... I guess you can't dodge it now, no. but you can still block the damage. But that's that's how I understand it. My thought would be that with it being no longer dodgeable, if you're dodging out, you're immune to the damage. That's like blocking the damage. I just I think like if you were to roll out of it and it it's dodged, the people before weren't getting the buff, and I think that changed. Could be. I don't know. I've I've never tried. I mean, I tried, but I never played enough PvP to notice this thing, so I don't know. And since no one dodges in PvE, what? I'm not sure. Who dodges in PvE? Which boss dodges? Or oh, which do- oh, dodges. I got you. I was yeah. like, what do you mean players dodge in PvE? I dodge all the time. <laughs> no, no, I mean the creatures. I have not. to dodge like crazy until <laughs> you get your slow tank butt up there after I pulled everything. So I'm just like dodging what? in a big circle. Slow. Yeah. I wouldn't have problems getting there if you didn't pull everything before I was even in the area, you know? <laughs> so I, don't, I didn't have to sprint all the way to you. You're out using of stamina, all of my stamina. I'm just dodging yeah. around. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. I really need to get that well-fitted set. That's going to be... I'm going to have to make a full set and well-fitted just to troll you so I have, like, infinite <laughs> dodge. I can just dodge around everything. I like it. Dragon Leap and its morph. This ability is also no longer dodgeable. It is an AoE after all, so you know it, if you're standing in the AoE, you're getting hit. In addition, we fixed an issue where the CC immunity while leaping was not being added correctly. You can now you are now immune to all forms of crowd control, including roots while leaping. Uh, players can still outrange this ability while the Dragon Knight is in the air if the DK leaps from the max range and the player immediately runs away. Um, as a note, we are still evaluating changes of coagulating blood. We do like to hear feedback on this ability, and we'll continue to monitor it closer on the PTS. So you're the Dragon Knight, so... I mean, I, these are all based on PvP feedback, 
So, and the changes are focused on uh, PvP behavior, so I can't really tell anything about it. We, okay. we, we probably need Nate or someone who does PvP on this. Right, right. Well, I yeah. mean, it, it makes sense. Well, you non-dodgeable attacks and stuff like that make it, you know, especially people wearing mm-hmm. uh, well-fitted and trolling people with dodges. Um, <laughs> It would make it very hard to actually hit with things. Sorcerer only got one change. Um, they're going to be making tweaks to... Uh, what is Velocious this? Curse. Velocious Curse, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Velocious Curse, this morph will still cause an echo, but now the explosions will occur at 3.5 seconds and 8.5 seconds instead of 6 and 12, respectively. So they've just added the damage a little bit more in the front end than in the back. I don't yeah. do people use this? Like I don't play a sort well, I do have a sork, but I haven't used it recently and when the game first came out this this ability was just garbage. Like no one used it. <laughs> and I don't know if I it's mean, still again, garbage. I don't know. Hmm. Not sure. Alright. Well Sorks or Sorks. Nightblades. <laughs> They've got a couple changes coming. Incapacitating Strike increased the cost of this ultimate to 70 from 50. Okay. All right. Increasing the ultimate costs. Hmm. 50 is pretty low. You could use that really quickly. I mean... I mean, if, if you had a bloat spawn, you could probably spam it every five seconds. Yeah, that's, that's really quick. That's, that's <laughs> lower than Dawnbreaker. Um, yeah. And that's lower than a lot of the weapon ultimates, too. I think the weapon ultimates are 100, 125. Yeah. Um, Path of Darkness and its morphs increase the base ability damage by 25%, um, which is cool. Yeah, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Twisting Path. Increase the damage of this morph by 7% over the base ability. Total damage increase of 32% over live. I hear my son upstairs. He's not very happy. <laughs> So if anyone else can hear him, he's not happy. <laughs> so, oh well. He probably wanted something and Thais wouldn't give it to him. So he's using his shout upon her. You know, <laughs> her away. Um, all right. Uh, they definitely want to hear feedback on Grim Focus. Uh, and they agree that it requires more micromanagement than most other abilities. They're trying to look into solutions, but they don't expect to get anything out for update 13. But if you are a Nightblade and Grim Focus is a thorn in your side, perhaps give some feedback on that. All right. Yep. Templar. We got lots of changes. <laughs> because Templar is a broken class and no one likes you. Well, actually, no. Almost every change they did here is amazing and should have been done a long time ago. Um, biting jabs will now be undodgeable like the base ability. This was something that was kind of really off, how uh, the base ability, the unmorphed ability was undodgeable, mm-hmm. but the morph wasn't. It's was like, what? Well. <laughs> makes no sense. Um they also fixed an issue, which this was a bug, not really an adjustment, but the cost mm-hmm. of per level wasn't set correctly. Overall, there's a cost reduction by approximately 20% to use this ability, which is awesome because that's the primary ability my, my character uses. Yeah, but weren't you guys spamming biting jabs 
all the time anyway. Well, yeah, but now we can <laughs> now 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 it's 20%. more all the time. More all the time. <laughs> uh, Radical sweep and its morphs. The initial hit of damage is now undodgeable. It's an AOE, so you mm-hmm. know there you go. Crescent sweep. This morph now does physical damage instead of magicka, which is cool because a lot of tanks would use this. Well, actually, no, not a lot of tanks. This was a DPS ability. I'm sorry. Crescent sweep is the DPS ability, and the other sweep is the one that for every enemy you hit, you got damage reduction. So that's more of the tank one. So this is now does physical damage, which is awesome because the people who would be using this would probably I don't no Magicka Templar would use this ability. They would okay. because it's 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 a melee ability. It would either be a tank or it'd be a a, a Stam Templar. No, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it causing physical Magicka damage. No one wanted to use it before because if it did Magicka damage, great. But our Magicka is so low, it does you know piss all. So that's actually a really good change because no no magic a templar would use it because it's a melee range ultimate you just wouldn't piercing javelin and its morphs they've increased the speed of the projectile by 40 percent, so it does go a little faster um i'm not really sure what the point of that is other than does anyone ever use the piercing javelin anyway yes pvp oh right i I always forget there is a pvp in the game (laughs) um (laughs) Piercing Javelin and its morphs, specifically Binding Javelin, which is a snare, mm. it now is reduced in cost by 20% to match other Stam abilities. This one actually costs more than almost every other Stam ability out there. Like, there were other, like, uh, the Obsidian Shard we talked about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's stamina or not, but, like, it was funny. You'd look at the cost of it. Like, you'd have your... Um, original ability, the like piercing javelin, let's just say it costs 800 magicka. Okay, whatever. It's just a random no. number. When it converted to stamina, it's like, okay, this now costs 1,000 stamina to use. And you're like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> but if you went the magicka morph, it was still 800 magicka. It's like, why would this increase? It made no sense. Um, so, But it's being reduced by 20% to match the other abilities in the game. Uh, backlash and its morphs this includes power of the light reduce the amount of damage needed to reach the cap and increase the percentage of damage released it should be much easier for a solo player who focuses damage on target to now use because this was the ability that you put that beam of light on an enemy and it absorbed damage you did to it and then exploded based on how much you did it was very hard before to reach the cap so it was, nice. a lot of pe- people would only really use it in group situations, which it was like Power of the Light was very powerful in group situations mm-hmm. um, because, you know, it's stored up. But there was always that damage cap where they put a cap on it that it will not go above a certain amount of damage. They've now increased that. And as our numbers have been going up and gear has been getting better, they've not increased the damage from where it was before. So it was like, why even bother? When I can nice. do as much damage just using a different ability. Other than, you know, like I said, group utility. Because it did put Fracture yeah. on the boss. So so those are the changes that are coming to the PTS this week. So hop on in. Test them. Fun times. Wow. Lots of, of changes. Lots of changes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, it's time to move on to the next little bit of news, which is da, 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 the data mined information from patch 2.7.0. So this is a bunch of information from the ElderScrolls.net's uh, Russian fan site. And they, uh, the reason why I go to these guys is because I like the outlay of their, uh, their mm. website. It looks really pretty. Uh, even though I cannot understand a word of it, because it's all in <laughs> Russian. But the images that they found and stuff are top-notch, so that's why I kind of always yeah. go here. Um, and don't worry, I've been learning Russian for about four years, and I still don't understand anything. Okay, here, good. So. Alright, so we're on the same don't spot. Worry about it. <laughs> I like it. So if you look on the screen right now, uh, you as well probably are not going to see any words you understand unless you speak Russian. Um, but there are a bunch of different images. These are showing some of the items that will likely be coming to the Crown Store are images that are used in the Crown Store. Um, so whenever you see the preview images, we already knew that all these houses were going to come into the Crown Store. Yep. But some of it also kind of can give us some hints because a lot of stuff comes into the game first, right? This is how we saw a lot of uh, a lot of motifs ahead of time was we found images for the crown store because they add them in. You know, it's just an image. So obviously I'm going to scroll through these fairly quickly. Ark, you're looking at them as well. So uh, yeah. we can you can stop me if you see anything. Obviously these are the different houses available in the game with their names. Uh, I like the Stay Moist Mansion, just the name of it, because it's, <laughs> it's just funny. I'm going to try to pull it up here. There it is, just the nice image. But the Stay Moist Mansion, check that out if you're an Argonian lover. Obviously, as we scroll down through, there's some really neat houses that we can see. The Earth Terror Cavern, that's the one in Craglorn, right? Yeah, yeah, which is probably my favorite one so far, but it's... Yeah, Crown Store exclusive, so... Is that going to be a getting... Crown Store exclusive? Did they say that? Did, they didn't say that, but I didn't see a price tag on it either in the game. So I oh, assume the Crown okay. and, and the um, the island, obviously, are Crown Store exclusives. Gotcha. And that Earth tier is just too great not to not uh, be a Crown Store exclusive. Right. Well, we'll and I'm saying that, that based on the other... Uh, houses right well we'll talk about that in the in in the discussion on on heart or homestead because i do want to talk about crown store exclusives etc uh yep. we got the daggerfall overlook and as you can see there's still more of these that are really nice um i'm really excited really really excited uh forsaken storm or stormhold where is this one why am I don't remember this one. It's orc in nature. And then we got Mormoth Keep, which is also orc, and I really like the look of that. Uh, we're going to hop over. Oh, the Grand Tropical Hideaway. Obviously, that one we knew was going to be a Crown Store exclusive. Yep. Now we're going to see some new uh, ornaments. So these are items to customize your character's appearance. Um, again, I'm just going to kind of look through them very quickly because it's kind of hard to see a lot of them on the screen but a lot of these are like mm -hmm. eyebrows looks like in this one it's a nose ring we can get nose rings now that's kind of neat um because there's no actual titles for a lot of these yeah um, but they're all adornments so those are the things that go on your character that don't really change them. we got some new body markings coming in 
I specifically like the second from the top. Uh, and if you're listening on the podcast, I'm going to have a link to this website in the show notes. So feel free to check them out, dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. Um, and uh, you'll be able to go to the, the same site that we're looking at here on the live stream so you can look at it as well. But those stripes look really neat. I really like those. Um, new consumables are being added, which, all right, you know, crown debilitating poison, draining poisons. Who cares about them? Yeah, uh, Wild <laughs> Hunt Crown Crates. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess we gotta accept the fact that they are here right now. So yeah, um, yeah, and they did say we they're... shouldn't complain yeah. again. I, I but... guess not. Um, but that <laughs> but means my problem. That... With... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my problem with these are th- these crown crate um, mounts are just way too fancy, and they are drifting towards being lore breaking i guess i mean they mm-hmm. look great there's no arguing there but um i think there's pictures of them on the forum post there are and uh, we've seen we've seen these wild hunt ones data mine before we've seen them. if you yeah. if you want to get if in game there's already a monster that has the same aesthetic style if you go into glen umbra and fight some of the uh, mm. the witches there. When you see those giant lurchers, those giant vine monsters, that's essentially what it is. They're, yeah. v- v- you know, instead of being a vine monster, it's a vine horse, and that's what you're riding. But I do agree, even with the storm astronaut. Some people have mentioned that a lot of these tend to, they feel too fantasy. Whereas mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls is always, I don't want to say bland or low fantasy because there is a lot of high fantasy elements, but it was always more realistic in nature mm-hmm. right i mean th- there are always some you know high fantasy elements in elder scrolls but the not idea as much is as, this. as far as at least as far as i can tell they are not common like they are not things that you would see running around but you would see in some deep ruin or i don't know at the top of a giant mountain or something like that so they they shouldn't be running around Everywhere, you know, you shouldn't be able to see a Storm Atronach, um, I don't know, a bear inside Riften. So right. that's that's my point on, on these being lore-breaking. They're, they can be in the game, but the idea that they are these common, that everyone can ride one, that's kind of bothering. But it is what it is. I mean, the customization is in the game, and they have to improve it over time, and they'll... Yeah. They'll run out of options. They'll run right. out of lore-friendly options at some point. Yeah, obviously they will. So we've got some new costumes coming in. We've got satin gown, dancing dress, uh, martial sword formal bug shell robes, uh, reed fiber kit, striped sash kit. Now those the top two were very uh altmer in style so you can check those out the the last three i mentioned were argonian and again the images are here on this video as well as on dungeoncrawlernetwork.com just mm-hmm. open up the uh podcast article and you can check out the notes um so that is a thing moth priest we can now get a moth priest costume that's neat oh yeah and a dread Akara Ra. 
which are kind of like those monsters we fight in, uh, like the stone monsters. Yeah, I, I like this. I'll so probably I think that's probably going to be a polymorph. That'll probably be a yeah. polymorph than a costume, but it is what it is. Moving on, new decor. Or decorative and furniture stuff. So we're going to very quickly go through these because there's just tons. But, I mean, it goes from everything from a simple bucket and broom bundle, uh, which are probably going to be, like I said, crown stores. You can buy them or craft them because they are craftable as mm. well. But, you know, you have those options. Um, a lot of these that I'm looking at right now are very Argonian in style. Like there's an Argonian pillow and things like that. Sacks, bottles of wine. You can buy yourself a Hercene statue if you are the a follower of the Lord of the Hunt. That is your decision. Um, again, I'm just going through these really quick because there are so much stuff. Like yeah. Now, there are some bundles here, like starter bedroom. And I'm going to pull up this image. It's kind of hard to see, but it's got a simple bed. It's got a, a stool, a small little dresser, a little bookcase, a picture, and a small table. You know, like you can buy a couple bundles that will have a few items in it rather than buying things one at a time. And you, you can see right here, we got Craglorn Bedroom, Craglorn Mega Pack, which, you know, lots of lots of rugs and tapestries and just a lot of different items yeah. that you can add. Um, and it seems to be one for pretty much every uh, every race, every race. So mm -hmm. those are a thing. So. This is something that's kind of exciting. Two new events were data mined, which are in the crown store, but they're always free. First off is the second annual Jubilee cake. More cake. More cake for me. More cake for Ark. You'll, you'll, you'll I'm suffer. sad that we don't have the video up right now because we have this up because I could just see your face light up when you probably saw this <laughs> of Jubilee cake. Uh, but if you missed it last year, for the anniversary of the game launching, they released the Jubilee Cake, which was, you know, you put it down, you eat it, and you get an experience boost. Yeah. And or you, put you it troll people at fishing. Yeah, or, at the yeah, or, or, or fishing. Anytime Wherever you have to interact you it, with something. People can't use anything else. <laughs> Every time they try to interact, they just interact with the cake. So you can just drop it in front of a chest, and people will suffer. Well, they, they'll eat cake, so that's not really suffering, but... Or some amazing tanks will just decide eating cake during a boss fight. I don't know. Um, Ark, Jester's yeah. Festival. Go ahead and talk about that. I have to go check on my son. I'm sorry. So oh, okay. I'll be right back. No so Jester's Festival. Okay. Um, I actually have no idea what the Jester Festival will be about. I'll, I assume... Well, not assume, but it's Halloween maybe because we have one uh, Christmas kind of deal. Um, one annual event, which is Jubilee Cake, then there is one in Halloween, then there is one in um, Christmas, so I don't know where the Jester one fits, but um, there is one. From the picture, as far as I can see, it a um, Jester costume that we already have in the game, but other than that, I don't have any information on that. So there's that. If you have any idea what that might fit in, in the holiday schedules just let me know in the chat after that we see some hairs again argonian um nothing lore breaking as far as i can see which makes me oh wait there there's one weird um hairstyle which is called blue and green streaks which is kind reminds me like a final fantasy ish design but the picture is really small as well so i can tell but i don't know i don't like it <laughs> 
Other than that, all seems lore-friendly, and that's all I care about, the hairs and adornments. Right. So there's that. I'm back! <laughs> oh, okay. Back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. I, was, I, I changed the page, and there's a lot of Jester hats. Is there? So I, yeah. Uh. So I guess there, some of these will drop during the Jester event I'm... On, on the fifth page. I'm assuming so. Yes, I see that as well. Uh, fool's cap. Uh, I imagine a lot of these are gonna drop. There probably be a few you can buy, but I can't imagine all of them will be. You know, I mean, every event there's like two to three hats that drop, masks and hats. So yeah, but there's also and... two to three in the crown store because I even think with the yeah. New Life Festival there was two in the crown store, and, and two that dropped. Right. So. Well, I mean, two by two. It's it's a good balance. I like it. Right. Now, mementos. These are clearly going to come from the crown store, uh, the crown crates, because they're the same thing that's in the uh, astronaut crates, but instead of it being, yeah. you know, you got your wild leaf dance aura, because there was a storm astronaut aura, floral sword. All these things are going to come from the crown crate. So you have a few mementos. Um, new motifs. Celestial and Draugr both are already in the game, but now obviously they'll be on here. You know, mm. we talked about uh, a recolor of the elk. Well, there's a great dark stag coming, so. Oh, yeah. I don't like it again. I don't like it. Don't like it. A uh, few saber tooth cats coming in. Those are new. Oh, like wow. oh, wow. Okay, this, this one is uh, cool. I'll say the least. The 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 uh, saber the, cat mount. The saber cat, yeah. The snow yeah. one, yeah. I think I'm gonna. The have snow to one and the nightfall one, both of them. Because yeah. Because unlike the wolves, these actually look angry, like the tigers. And I'll probably, I'll have to get one. And finally, yeah. we see the wild hunt. The six wild hunt mounts that are available, same as the storm atronach. You got the bear, the guar, the sench. The wild horse and the wolf. Robot says, I'm getting the black stag. It will be friends with my <laughs> white elk. Um, okay. It's too expensive. And, I mean, I would get it. I mean, if the saber cat is for uh, 4,500 crowns, I'll give it. For If it looks uh, as good as I can see in the image, I'll, I'll pay it. Right. But the elk wasn't up to my um, standards. And it didn't have armor and other um, visual upgrades, which is why I didn't get it. But from what I can see in the Sabercat mounts, uh, the snow one, it does have visual upgrades like armor and speed because it has armor on it. So yeah. if it does have the visual upgrades, I'm going to get it. We've got new personalities coming, including the Breton hero, Jester, and Scholar. So the Breton hero, and as it's portrayed in the image wearing the Breton hero costume, mm-hmm. I guess apparently we're going to have whatever his personality is. And the only personality I can assume is weak willed and uh zombie like, right? <laughs> Cause he's Breton. Actually, uh, if, if this is coming to the game, then we'll have a Lord hero, co- uh, personality. And if they make something badass, like, badass, um, right? That's yeah. His, and that's if they make something thing. like carrying his, uh, carrying a two handed sword on the back, you know, on over his shoulder, kind of, Thing, that yeah, would be awesome. that'd be nice. You know, See, that's yeah. pretty much what, what it is. They had to be politically correct, so they can't say badass. So they'll just do Nord Hero, and they <laughs> probably don't want to say wimpy, so they went a Breton <laughs> Hero. 
and then you know, of course, then you have you know, chained yeah, up Altima. BSDM slave girl, which is the Altmer hero. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. New <laughs> pets are coming in, including the ancestral mount moth swarm. So now if you have the ancestor moth costume, you can now be surrounded by ancestor moths. That might be fun. That would be pretty neat. Uh yeah. devoted torch bug, black sench panther, hearthfire kagudi, uh a new mastiff, which is kinda cool. Two new mastiffs, um, a saber cat cub. Two of those, both, you know, to look like the mounts, the night, the night form, and then the, the other one. More mastiffs. Oh my goodness, so many mastiffs. And the Craglorn uh, Welwa. If you've seen those, what uh, you can get one that? of those. What the Welwa? Yeah, that's the ugliest creature well, I've they're, seen. They're in Craglorn now. They come in packs. You'll see them. Now you just get one as a pet. I can't decide if the Guar is more ugly, but this is ugly. And, of course, the most important thing, Milady's uh, Cloud Cat <laughs> with the pink collar. I must yeah. have it. I must have it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It, it must have it. <laughs> so, and speak of cats, here's one in front of my camera. Yeah. Oh, now she's biting me. All right. <laughs> so that was the end of our news, guys. We're going to move on to our discussion topics. Uh, first one that I want to talk about. And again, if you have comments or questions or anything like that, we are accepting calls for the show to hear your thoughts. Uh, join our Discord. Hop into the podcast lobby. You can get to it nice and easy. Dungeoncrawlernetwork.com slash Discord. Put that in your browser. You'll have the invite if you are already not part of our Discord server. And you can join the show or just join our server and join the community as a whole because it's awesome and we love Discord. First thing I want to talk about. A few weeks ago, actually almost a month ago, uh, someone took to Reddit and gave a screenshot of a letter that they sent to the customer service at ZeniMax. Um, and I know even in our own Discord, which is why you should also join, because we hear about these things long before anyone else, uh, people were saying that if you contact customer support, you could say, hey, I have 5,000 crowns, and I really want that frost mount, the frost horse, yep. which is no longer available in the store. And very clearly, the customer service said yes i can do that for you here you go and he subtracted the crowns and gave the items and he was very um he, he was very i'm trying to think of the word here but he was pretty much putting out saying that all the customer service have this ability no, feel free to spread it around to your friends you know and let them know that if they want something they can just you know put in a ticket and, and mm -hmm. have it uh, requested which i know that set off a flurry of excitement for yep. a lot of us in the discord because it was something that you know it's like hey not all of us have the money to throw at the crown store whenever they have those one-time sales specifically looking at you arc with that squid beard because you know, <laughs> yeah. it's short term um and this was a way that you could you could get it in and i thought that was pretty neat um but a few days later, um, they actually came out, and the official response was that particular person was um, 
not aware of what he was doing. Was <laughs> not aware or was not permitted to do what he was doing. Yeah. And their official stance on it is there were recently a few cases where this was erroneously permitted and that have been corrected. So um, they were essentially get, testing out the gifting program. And this was one of the reasons why they had that ability. But for those who are participating in testing this program are not able to buy crown store items that are no longer available, but the customer service let it go through. Um, there was quite a bit of, of fallout on this mm-hmm. and some fighting going back and forth and um, a lot of crushed hopes with this. Ark, what are your thoughts on the entire debacle one way or the other? Well, I mean, as you said, I was excited about it because I just don't buy the limited time items because I usually don't have the crowns at the time. Since I don't buy crowns in bulk, I just uh, subscribe whenever I can, and I have those crowns. So it was a good thing that I would be able to buy them. But overall in this ordeal, I mean, I don't really care if this wasn't a thing, if it's if it won't be a thing in the future as well, but... I'm more worried about the Peter, which was the customer support um, employee that did this. And um, as in the comments there, hashtag save Peter. Yeah, (laughs) I saw that. I mean, well, here's the thing. Uh, The job I work for, not my job, obviously. My job is uh, I'm, I'm one of their tech support people, so I'm a little different. But we hire a lot of temps to answer phones because it's a call center. I work on the, on the server side of things. And, but a lot of our, our customer support are temps, and a lot of it's um, hired out through other companies. And I know a lot of customer service companies and game providers don't really – don't really pay for customer support. They hand it out to a, a third-party company who does it. So a lot of times, and I'm going to say this again, I'm not confirmed with Zoss if they actually hire their customer support or if they farm it out. I don't know. I'm just saying this is the general norm. Um, so obviously these guys aren't real invested one way or the other. They might not even work for only one job. Like or one thing, they're at a call center. They get a call. It goes, okay, this is for um, you know Elder Scrolls Online. The next call they could get could be for you know Bob's Home Improvement Store. I don't know, whatever the case may be. And they just have like a guide list of books that says, okay, here's your common support problems. You know, they see Elder Scrolls Online, they flip to that page in the book, and these are what I can do. I don't know if if that was the case with Peter one way or the other, but. It did spring a little bit of, I was excited, but I was also kind of angry at the same time going, all right, so if the customer support reps can do this, why do they keep pushing these lightning sales on us? We know it's to create that artificial scarcity, making it so people go, oh, I got to buy it right now and spend the money. But why go through all that if you're just going to allow people to, to, you know, buy it from the ground store anyway like that seemed like a a big conflict right there i mean it i guess it was better that they weren't allowing this rather than they are allowing this and we didn't know about it so in in a way i'm glad 
that this wasn't a thing. But then again, if this was a thing, I would... I don't know, I, I'm I'm neutral about it, I guess. It's, but that, I, I'm not a collection... Um, I'm not a hoarder when it comes to the crown store, so I, I'm not really upset that I can't get the past items, but for someone who does and got overly excited about this, yeah, that's, it was a was kind of a disaster, I guess, or scandal. Right. Yeah. Because there was something that I was excited about. Now, I've I've had a lot of the stuff early before. Like, up until recently, I've pretty much got most of the stuff with the exception of the, the crown crates. So it mm-hmm. wasn't really for me, but it, it did kind of put... When I first heard it, it made me go, wow, I don't have to rush as much or, you know, <laughs> yeah. shift funds around as much. Um, because I can always just save and go from there. It wasn't that big of a deal. But when they came back and, you know, corrected it, I feel like there was a big lapse on on Zoss's part for allowing it to happen in the first place. Because, yes, I know the temps are there, but why would you give them those tools to begin with? Other than, like they said, they're testing that gifting, but why did they have the ability and what what were they told? How were they trained on this that they thought this was okay? Right? I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, it might be a both a communication, um, miscommunication, as well as a coding issue that forgot to um, block them from accessing the past crown store items. So the combination of it may have led them to... Um, allow players to get um, get the previous items. I don't know. Nice. Like when they open the open their whatever window they're using to uh, give people to test the uh, what's it the gifting program. Right. Maybe they've just seen there that um, they have access to previous items as well. So they just thought without checking up with the management or whatever, they just thought, um, okay, since I can access this, that means I can give this out. I don't know. I guess, yeah. Could be anything. I don't know. I Save Peter. <laughs> Save Peter. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is what it is, but I'm actually kind of upset that they don't offer this. Like, And, again, with the artificial scarcity, I don't know why they don't just have everything in the crown store all the time. Other than maybe they don't, like, the BS response that, you know, they have to take it out to make room. You don't. But maybe they're also trying to make it more aesthetically pleasing and not so much um, like, for instance, uh, Lotro, where when you sign in and see their store, it's pages upon pages upon pages of items. I guess that could be a little off-putting if you go, oh my goodness, the amount of money I could spend on this. If you're given a shorter, I mean, that, that's that's how microtransactions work. They want you to buy a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time until you realize wow, I've spent a crap ton of money. Whereas <laughs> if they loaded it all up at front, for instance, uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go lately um, to help work out and stuff like that. And one of the things that they do is you need coins in order to buy uh, Pokeballs and stuff like that. Um, but they have it separated out where you have to buy the coins and you can get 100 coins, which is enough to buy 20 of them for like 99 cents. That's nice and easy. And it goes all the way up to 100 bucks for like 30,000 coins or whatever the case may be. But that's how microtransactions work. If they only had the 99 bucks one, would anyone ever buy it? It's technically a better deal 
you get more for your money than if you bought the the hundred coins, you know, uh, you know, hundred times um, for a dollar at a time. But most people aren't willing to justify that large of a purchase at one shot, right? It's like, ooh, until they add it all together and realize, oh, I've done it eight times already, buying a dollar at a time. So I, I could see why they wouldn't load the crown store up, but it just. I don't... It's at the end, it's a matter of marketing. So yeah, and I don't know. I just I feel like why wouldn't you? I... But here's why. I mean, let me give an example from a friend of mine. Uh, you know that I'm uh, working training to be a game developer, and I have a friend that uh, we are both making uh, games for our senior project, and. Uh, he is making a mobile game, and one thing he said when the question was raised whether if it's whether he, if his games was going to be fun or not, uh, his answer was that um, I don't care. I'm aiming for uh, people's desire to spend money on a mobile game. Yeah, you know, the, the spend money on microtransactions. I don't care if the game is fun or not. I'm a, I'm targeting people's um, uh, the addiction. If you, yeah, uh, no, it makes sense. So that's a, that's a marketing. That's an entire thing. So it's I a mean, shady it, marketing thing, but it is very much. It works, okay. but it works. It, it, it does. And that's the sad part. It does work, and that's why it's targeted so heavily. So I, I mean, there is no questioning why they are doing this. Actually, that's it. The uh, answer is obvious to me, at least. It's to gain more money, and it's it's a system that works. So, all right. You gotcha. Can't, you can't gotcha, yeah. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and move off of this topic. It's just something that I thought was interesting where it was available and they didn't train their staff well enough to know mm-hmm. one thing or another that the guy thought it was okay. Um, but it, it's a shame that this kind of service wasn't because I know it lit our Discord up a lot. People were just excited about this. You know, people are like, I'm going to go out and buy crowns the next time they have a sale so I can, you know, get those items I missed a long time ago. Like, people were ready to spend crap tons of money because mm-hmm. they thought they could do this. You know, it's like, oh, I really wanted that uh, Domithra Sench mount, but I didn't have the money at time. But I came into all this extra money right now, and now I'm willing to buy it. And a lot of people were excited about about that. Um, ability only to have it taken away because it was never allowed in the first place. All right. We're here to talk about Homestead now, why we are really here. And uh, I'm going to send a message because we have at least one call on the line. Um, but uh, Ark. Yeah. Homestead. Have you been playing on the PTS at all? Um, I logged in once or twice. Then my finals came, so I had to stop. But um, I did try some of the houses. I did try some furnishing, and uh, it's it's amazing. It's just amazing. the The freedom of furnishing, the decorating, is just absolutely insane. Uh, by that I mean, you can place anything any way you like. There, there is. I, I made a room that had floating chairs, floating tables. I don't know, a table on the wall, a chair on the ceiling. So you can do anything. You can do um, a sky tower by putting tables upon tables that float. I saw that. And Alcast you can just... did that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it was Alcast that made a parkour-like um, sky tower or whatever, putting boxes upon boxes on each other. So 
basically, if you have the space in your home, you can, and if you have the um, furnishing capacity, which is 200 for um, non-subscribers and 400 for subscribers, I believe, um, within those limitations, you can do anything. Right, and I'll probably make myself a tree home outside the house. You know, if I have a. So you're gonna buy the house, but there's not gonna be anything in the house. It's all gonna be in like a little tree house outside. I mean, that, there will be some stuff in the house, but then there'll be some tree house that's high up in the air, air so I can see the uh, view from there. Because most of the houses have these large walls around them that you can see the outside view. So if I put a tower of my own. I'll be able to see it. I see. Or maybe a sky arena. But can we duel in the houses? Did anyone I try that? I believe you can because it's non-city. Right. right. So, I mean, if, if it works, you can have a sky arena, which would be awesome. You really or, could. All kind of things. I don't know. You can let loose your imagination. and. It's a shame that we don't have a lot of knockback yeah. abilities that, you know. I mean, there's a few, <laughs> but not a lot. And with uh, CC immunities, it'd be neat to have an arena up there where you're fighting, but you know, having to be careful that you don't get too far to the edge, or else you get knocked off. I mean, you could do something like you know, empty spaces on the ground. Oh, that you could fall that through. Yeah, yeah, you can fall through. So you have to be careful about dodge dodge rolling. So you could dodge roll to your death. Actually, I'm going to do this. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so yeah, the overall, it's awesome. Okay. All right, cool. No, I uh, I'm I definitely like the freestyle housing. Now, there's been a couple. Uh, I think MMORPG.com, uh, massively OP. They've all been super excited about housing, and I believe massively released an article about housing being like one of their favorite housing ability or uh, housing um, systems in any game, which is actually kind of kind of neat um, that they that they went ahead and did that. Um, because there is a lot of free will style. Like, you can't build the houses. When you're building the houses, the houses are all pre-done, which I was actually really glad about because I was not fond of free building, you know, like Minecraft-esque or anything like that because well, I guess it probably wouldn't make too much of a deal anymore because of all the mounts that are added that aren't really um, lore-breaking. Lore, uh, lore, lore but houses, I didn't want to see a bunch of houses that look like a bunch of, you know, penis towers um, <laughs> yeah you know that i was something i was really kind of worried about so i'd like that the houses are kind of preset um but i like the free freedom placement like being able to place things anywhere you want like there is a lot of that and the fact that they tied in the eso plus subscription to allow you to store more items um it is really cool um what did you feel about and I know it's kind of hard on there because I believed every we don't know crown store pricing yet because I think everything on the crown store was like one crown for testing. Yeah, um, which is kind of that's a whole different rant on whether or not they really should have <laughs> the full price that way people know ahead of time than besides launch day. But they don't do that. Yeah, the argument that they only make it one crown so you can test it when they could literally just allow us to do a slash command to get crowns or make crowns free on that crown store. So you could just keep buying packs, whatever. Like there's options you could have done to, to, uh... I, I'd, I'd say they are testing the waters by 
sort going through the feedback. You know, if they if people like the large house too much, and if they see enough chatter in um, forums that saying that okay, I'm going to buy the island, however expensive it is. So that if they are going through all these feedback and all these comments, uh, they could just increase or decrease the final price based on that. So I I assume that's why they are not. Uh, putting the final price in the crown store during the PTS testing. I guess. Um, and that's something I actually, I'm trying to keep track of everything I want to talk about here. What What do you feel <laughs> about the house prices? They're, actually, I'm pretty um, happy about them, to say I, the least. I know that the because smallest not, houses are what, like 20,000? Like they're really there, low. There is one for 13K. 13k yeah. for the small like the smallest of houses with the largest houses the manors being almost 4 million gold. Yeah. 3.85 million as yeah. far as I can remember. But yeah, I mean they are not as ex- expensive as 10 million as you wanted and they are not as cheap as let's say a million or a 500k. So I I say 4 million is a very good price. And the fact that you can still purchase very good houses, very nice houses for like 250k, like the uh, medium houses, they still have a garden and everything. Uh, it's I, I say the pricing is really good. All right, well, no, no problem. I'm actually a little disappointed with the pricing. Obviously, um, <laughs> I only have three million at the at this point. I spent quite a bit buying tempers and stuff to uh, mm-hmm. upgrade all my gear because I changed a lot of my sets around. So I spent a lot of money on that. But I I don't like that the biggest houses are only four million because I know some people are like that's a lot of money, but it's really not, especially if you it's a lot of money if you play the game like somebody who doesn't know how to play a game. Like there's certain things you can do. Like uh I know Ark, you've been farming uh certain item sets. Like it if if you do these things, yeah, you'll make money. If you're only someone who goes in and just does questing, yeah, that might be a little bit out of your out of your range. You know, just doing the questing, doing all the quests in the game are not going to get you four million gold. It just ain't going to yeah. happen. Um, there's things you have to do in an MMO in order to earn money, and there's lots of things you can do in an MMO to earn money. If PvP is your thing, you can sell your alliance points by buying the gear that people want, and that's actually something a lot of people have done. Uh, there's a lot of ways of making money in this game, and I just feel like $4 million is so attainable to an average player. I'll say an average yeah, player who's not just a, a single-player Elder Scrolls person who only does questing. An average MMO player, four million is not a lot of gold. And... I'll disagree. Okay. Well, you can disagree. Uh, That's fine. Um, but uh, here's the thing. I mean, the average player, let's say, um, isn't a trader, isn't a merchant. He's and I'll I'll just put that, this into That's why I said an average MMO bit. player, yeah. not an average. Uh, Elder Scrolls player. The average Elder Scrolls player who just does quest, yeah, that is a lot of money because if you're just questing and not doing anything else, not selling item sets or farming item sets or farming mm. tempers and stuff like that, if you're not doing those things, yes, you're right. Doing questing, it'll take you forever to get that amount of gold because you only get, what, 600 gold for a fully leveled uh, yeah. daily quest or something like that? And you, yeah, I get that. Um, but the average MMO player... It's not who already does these things on a limited basis, at least. 
I, I barely had enough time to play this past month, and I've made half a million gold. Because yeah, I log in, I get tempers, I sell them. You know, there's, I've literally probably played less than 20 hours this month um, just from work and everything like that, and I've still made half a million gold. Yeah, but there, there are two things there. One, your RNG is higher than some people, <laughs> most people. There is, there is that. I've been farming for the past week, and I've only made for like 20 to 30k because everything that drops drops with the wrong trait, which is a tail for the tail section, so I'm not going to go into there, but um, I mean, 4 million is not actually as achievable as you think. You think like that because you don't run 10 seconds, uh, I mean, you run 5 minutes to a way shrine instead of spending for uh, 126 gold. Oh yeah, I, I won't even spend that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very much yeah. a miser. Yeah, but the- There's a reason you can, you think that's an uh, easy to achieve amount. I mean, in our guild, I don't think there are like 80% of our guild is probably beneath a million gold. You know, so that's not really an, this to me, an achievable thing. And you have to consider the fact that there are other servers too. They probably have to consider other servers' um, economy too. And the thing I've seen in European mega server is that the amount of grinders there is so little compared to the North America. Uh, the little Nordling is waving to everyone in chat right now. Well, I can't see. Oh, look, at, he's, he's waving. He's so happy. Um, I'm launching the stream. <laughs> yeah, he's waving. Wave to everyone. Wave to all of the fans. Hello. <laughs> oh, he had to come down. He's so excited. Oh, yo, that's you. <gasps> that's you. Oh, he's going to mute my mic. Oh, he doesn't want me to talk. You are too cute. Oh, oh yeah. Is that you agree? Is money easy to make in this game? Yeah. He agrees. Money is way easy. Don't they just agree. stole the show. Yeah, I know. The whole show's over at this point. So he agrees with his daddy. Don't you agree with your daddy? Yeah? You agree with daddy? Yeah? All right. <laughs> oh, you're going to sit right here with me. There you go. I'm going to sit here for a minute. Okay. Oh, you love you. It's oh, it's an empty, uh, it's an empty, smelly thing. <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Pace is like, what did you just give him off your desk? Well, I gave him, <laughs> I, I gave him this for anyone who's looking. It's just like a little scent thing. It could have been worse. I could have gave him this, which is you know like a, a knife. Oh, the kid. <laughs> I didn't give him the knife. Okay, good dad. I gave him a smelly thing to so hold. So I, I like the ideas in my really girly lamp. I need light. Thais is just is mocking my setup here. Um, we do have a caller on the line, and I'm going to pull him in because he apparently has something to say about me and my money. Um, so it, it, it's uh, you may have known him from this show some time ago, actually. And that from would the be Esteldian. So I went ahead and I pulled Esteldian into the chat. Um, Esteldian, welcome back to Tales of Tamriel after like 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's been a little while. So you're joining this, the, the call right now um, for the call-in show for this, because you have something very specific to say to me. Um, and and what, would th- what would that be? What would you like to talk about? 
I think you're living in dreamland if you think four million's your average MMO player. You, you don't think uh, that see. amount of money is accessible in this game? Uh, I didn't say it wasn't accessible. It's just it's not what your typical guy's going to get. Probably maybe about 20% of your user base might have around four million. Oh, see, <laughs> uh, you, you're an MMO player, though. You know yeah. that just doing quests is not the optimal way in order to make money. And that most players, if you perform even the slightest bit of standard MMO trading, which is, yeah, see, he's right, he's agreeing with me. Uh, if you're, do, am I saying the wrong thing? <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 disagreeing as well because apparently um, he's not big enough yet to farm gold for me, um, but he <laughs> will be soon. I feel like. <laughs> You're just stealing the show. <laughs> You're you are the only thing anyone's going to be able to talk about. I love how he is talking over you. Like oh, yeah, whenever you start talking, he's just you, blocking you. Think you think I have a voice? He inherited my thumb, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> he is. All right, buddy. Your mama. You want to go back to mama? Mom. Okay. Right here. <laughs> Here you go. He's not gonna like it. Oh, buddy, I love you. Yeah, I'm almost done, bud. Don't worry about it. As he just threw that at my cat. Oh, we wouldn't mind. No, well, he could be joining no. the show. Yeah, well, it's dinner time, so you know, he needs to eat okay. his dinner. So, but he had to come down and say hi. Um, <laughs> you played this game for a very long time, Stelian. How much did. money did you did you earn? I just about probably broke a hundred thousand by the time I left. See, Axie, people are not rich. And I've done you. all the content. What were I've you spending money rates. on? Nothing. <laughs> and I still don't anyway because you see, you you assume that your average MMO is a trader. A lot of MMOs cannot be asked to deal with the market, even in a game with an actual bazaar. This one doesn't even have that much convenience, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I bought or sold anything on the market for my entire duration. And in fact, there's probably only about two games of all the MMOs I've played where I bothered being a bit of a trade man and I played the market. Otherwise, I pretty much don't touch it because it's boring. I can't be asked with it. So I'll just sell it to the merchant for two gold and I probably could have put it on there and sold it <laughs> 20 times that. I still have the patience to do with that sort of crap. Wow, all right. See, and that was my point. Some people are, you know, warriors, they do the PvE content. Some people are soldiers that they do the PvP content. And some people are traders that trade stuff and make gold. And but I don't people... just... I, I'm mostly a quester and raider. And raiding, obviously, is... You spend tons of money on potions and tempers Most people and are like not that. as greedy as you. Greedy... You would fight every single person on a fishing night to get to one single Nern root. Well, see, that's because it's Nern root. <laughs> okay, and Nern root calls to me, and I have an addiction. Okay, that's besides the point. I've been playing on two servers, like in North America since the beginning of Elder Scrolls Online, probably, and I have 450k, and I I did spend it a lot. I want like the Say, but even if I didn't, I probably would have been around a million and a half. And in European server, I've been trying to make money for a while, 
And I've only just broke 500k. See, I mean, 4 million is not as achievable as you say. <sighs> but, alright, alright. Regardless of that fact. Alright, let's just, let's just <laughs> argue that and be fine that apparently i am the one percent i am the problem (laughs) i am i am the i am the rich bastards of the game which i'm really not i'm actually low on the totem pole i know a lot of people with more money than me um but taking that out of the fact with an mmo and specifically housing shouldn't there be a level of work that you have to put in to get something nice like those people who don't you can't be bothered with uh, and Estelle, i know you don't really care about housing but in this particular case if you couldn't be bothered with the trading you're obviously not worried about making money enough to purchase a house but if you're willing to put in the work do you feel like every single person should have a mansion something that should have been a uh, a prestige thing or uh, a guild thing where a guild got together and bought it that it's okay that anyone can have it like it it feels like the housing with the prices is a participation trophy uh no i think four million's pretty well placed to stop being a participation trophy um you 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 could probably bring out a later one i barely logged in and i have that amount of money yeah but you can actually you actually have a trading you have no idea if you don't trade you got nothing. If you don't do the high-end stuff, you've got nothing to trade. You're, you're selling a few nern roots, hoping someone's going to buy the stuff from you. It's it's just nothing. I mean, I don't have the patience for it. I don't, I'm not going to sell something for 20 gold just to make that little bit of money. But I know people who do, and they've crept up the board with that. But unless you can get those items really wanted, if you don't do PvP, you don't have the really expensive items to sell there. If you don't have enough close friends to do the constant farming of the dungeons to get that really good ring that you can sell on the thing, you've got no money coming in there. So you're average casual player so your, your casual player four million even if they dedicate themselves to it is still well out of their league but that's fine because they get the smaller houses only your hardcore players who are farming stuff endlessly because they want nothing better to do they're the ones who get the spare stuff to go sell the the rings and the sets and all that to make themselves the the nice 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 pretty fortune to go and buy their four million house but i you will find that more than half the uh, population will be staring longingly at your mentions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I still feel special above all the lot. I need my uh, Trump Tower. Um, that's what I need. All right. Uh, if we just exclude you from Wings of Fate, I'm pretty sure that it would take the rest of the officers and senior members collective money to buy uh, the Daggerfall Overlook. If he just excluded you. I think you're exaggerating that a little bit. Because I think there's a couple people in the Wings of Fate guild who have more money than me. And particularly one person. I wish she was here right now. I know she has more money than me. She's been working on it, but she has more than me. Uh, Amanda has more than me right now. Wait, Amanda has more money than you? Yeah. When did she make that all, all that money? She's been working on it. She told me the other day, I forget how much she had, but it's more than I did because she's like, I just broke this. I'm like, oh, wow, you're higher than me. Um, (laughs) Again, I hadn't been logged on much. Like I said, less than 20 hours in a month is not a lot of time um, of playing. Well, she probably probably just ordered her minions to to grind. (laughs) (laughs) Sorted them with the one ring. Farm the yeah. gold for me. I understand that. We're, dark powers <laughs> aside, you're right. 
but there are other people in the guild with more money. Um, oh wow! Even Robot has 1.4 million. Yeah, like I'm what? Yeah, so maybe the, you guys are the ones who are doing stuff wrong. There's your guild was designed as a guild as a trading guild. So well, no, we haven't is... had a trader in like a year. The Wings of Fate has not had any trader in over a year. A lot of us have joined other guilds on the North American side uh, to fill our trading needs. I'm part of uh, Red Nern Reserve to do my trading. Um, I think all of Wings of Fate, almost is everyone, also yeah, because it's Red open. Reserve. So, yeah, all of Wings of Fate pretty much trades on Rednern. Yeah, we did that Except for a while, but we weren't able to keep up with the with the amount of money that the uh, other guilds had. We couldn't compete, and uh, so we kind of slipped off of that. But regardless of that point, even having one trader and keeping it full of items, even c- crafting items that are easy to get, you know... Pick one craft, just one. You don't have to be a master crafter. Pick one, put 10 points in it, and farm rubidite or, you know, our cloth and just put the raw stacks up or refine them and maybe sell the tempers. Like, there's things you can do that you can make money. Yeah, when you refine 500 rubidite ores and get just one tempering alloy, it's not fun. Well, I don't know what you are sacrificing to RNGesus, but... <laughs> Tears of the Fallen. That's yeah. pretty much what it is at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I feel like the the housing um, is a little too cheap. But, I think uh, it's fair. Apparently, I I'm I am wrong. I mean, if you think it's that industry, cheap, I'm just buy me one. Just, just buy for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah buy, buy me a mansion and just give me all of the permissions and lock yourself out. Just lock myself oh. out. You can hand off the keys and walk around. All right. Well. <laughs> thank you for the call in Estelian. That's awesome. Thank you for calling in and uh missed you around, buddy. Glad to glad to see you here. Yeah, it was fun. All right. Um Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and uh continue talking about housing. Um particularly the cash shop exclusive housing with the yep. um island the the island, the island retreat and Possibly, possibly the Cragworm the because it was not there was no price available on the PTS. Um, I'm not sure. Like I, we knew ahead of time that the Cragworm one was going to be exclusive, or, or not the Cragworm. The the mm-hmm. island was going to be exclusive, and honestly, I thought that was going to be the only one, at least at the start. All right, at least mm-hmm. at the start. Um, but what? If it is true, the Craglorn one was actually one of the largest houses. Both of these areas, with that being said, and what we've learned of both of these areas, both the Craglorn, the the Earth Tear Tear Cavern, and the the Island will have a much larger item count than even the largest houses. So could be. Yeah. Well, no, they've already said that. Oh, okay. It's probably going to be close to double. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Craglorn one. Because I kind of like the Craglorn one as being, like, you know, not, not like, if you want bio crowns, great, whatever. But being able to earn it in-game, it, it, it kind of feels like an entire tier of housing. That's kind of like going, okay, you can buy small, medium, and large houses with gold, 
but the mansions are Crown Store exclusive. Yes, there's one more tier above mansions, but that's essentially what it is at this point. Is that? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, um, I'm not sure. I I like that because yeah, I I was kind of thinking about saving some crowns and and getting one of the uh, the island when it came out, but that was with the thought of having the Craglorn tier as well. Uh, the. Advantage, as far as I can see, of the island is that it's not an enclosed space, so you can uh, decorate it more freely. I mean, uh, you can probably expand the dock towards the sea, and I don't know, build a house on the sea as well, because it doesn't have walls around it. It's just an instanced, instance space of an island. It's completely open area. But the Craglorn Cavern is—it's actually not that big. It's just beautiful, that's that's for sure. But it's not that big compared to the island, and it looks as big as any of the manors, actually. Yeah, I, I guess I without know. knowing the item count, like I'm only going based off what they've said before that they were going to be larger. So it made me think that one way or the other. I'm just I'm not. I was I, I kind of really had my heart set on that 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 uh, cavern. Like I really liked mm-hmm. that cavern. Um, but with it being a crown store exclusive, I'm I'm not really sure if I, I'm willing to put out the crowns. But even if I was, we don't know what the cost of these things are going to be. We don't know what the cost of any of them are going to be to be able to speculate one way or the other. But all the houses mm-hmm. are going to be – every single house is, is going to be available in the crown store, every single yep. one. Um, regardless, you can get them in-game or not, but every single one is going to be available in the crown store. But we don't know the prices. What are you? What are you? What are you theory crafting? These prices are going to be for these houses, given that we have uh, small, medium, large mansion, and then island retreat or whatever. Essentially, its own zone. I mean, the small ones and small, medium ones will probably be I don't know, somewhere around thousand to three thousand. Like small to medium to large. Three thousand. I don't expect for like a small house, really. No, I mean the like thousand for a small, two thousand for a medium. Okay, okay. Perhaps and three for a large, and for manners maybe five, five fifty, um, five uh, fifty five hundred. And okay. then for the island, I'm considering that there are uh, motives for two to three thousand amount for forty five hundred. I would say an island island would be hundred thousand. Like a hundred dollars, hundred bucks, a hundred dollars, or oh, maybe 10, maybe even more. I don't know. More? Yeah. yeah, yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, you know, and that's not was. that's not too out of the way because we I've been talking with several people within the Dungeon Crawler Network in our Discord, and you know we play multiple games, not just ESO, mm-hmm. and some other games, specifically Lord of the Rings Online and EverQuest Two, have released premium house now both of these are free to play games but with how eso is handling its monetization they're handling their monetization like a free to play game mm-hmm. um but that that's an argument for another day but both of these have released premium housing and i believe lotro's premium housing is two hundred dollars i think it is i might be off on that i wish i uh, remember i remember a four hundred dollar four hundred was everquest too 
EverQuest Ever 2 okay. had guild houses that were 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. For now again, they were designed as very very large guild houses, and the whole idea of $400 was that you were, you know, if you had a guild of, you know, 40 people and everyone chipped in 10 bucks, there you go. Yeah. You got it. That that's that's understandable to an extent. Um, but $400 is still a pretty penny. And let's, let's face it. We have a fairly large, uh, fairly large community here at DCN and out of everyone here, like, you know, all of our fans support us, but not everyone can support us, you know, financially out of everyone who listens, we only have a handful of, of, of like, uh, that support us financially because that's how it is. Not everyone's going to pay. So looking even at, uh, those large guild houses, you know that the majority of that money is going to be fronted by a couple of members. You know, you're not going to get 100% buy-in, even if it was just in, even when we were doing the Guild Trader thing, when we were doing raffles and stuff, we didn't even get 100% buy-in for that. You know, it's just the idea of having that amount of players willing to throw in money, like real-life money, is small because not everyone has that amount of disposable income. Some people's budgets are very, very tight and they budget exclusively just for these things. So I don't there's know. Also the fact in Elder Scrolls Online's housing, you'll be able to invite what, like 24 people at a time into your house. So if even if you are getting a house for guild. Uh, purposes as a guild hall, which is what I'm doing you, with my manor. I'm just gonna allow anyone in the guild. Yeah, but I mean, you'll be allowing only 24 people at a time into the guild. Oh I yeah. Mean, yeah, we don't we don't really get more than 25 people at a time online, so it's not really a big deal. But yeah, uh, we have like what, 225 people in the guild, but like you said, probably yeah. less than half of that is active every single day. Yeah, um, and, and I've I've only seen twenty to twenty five people at most at the same time online. So Yeah, recently it it has been that way where Mm -hmm. the numbers have been dropping off where a lot of people are not on as often as they once were. Um and and generally that's how they it goes with MMOs as they age and and go forward. But Mm -hmm. um yeah. you wouldn't have it, but twenty four people that that's not a guild hall. Um, yeah. you're expecting much larger, even Guild Wars 2 with their guild halls. Cause they only, they don't have housing. They only have guild halls, but those things can hold tons of people. I'm, I forget how many people they can hold, but it's a lot. It's like above 75 people. I think it is. I think it might even be more than that. And I know they've been working. They said they wanted to work on raising that cap, but, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it would, would all think... depend on how much stress it puts on the servers because housing will be their own servers. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to use some sort of instancing. So as you get more and more people in the same shard, it you know they have to make sure that their their servers can handle that amount of of. Uh... But the problem is, at least for the role players, like I've seen a uh, complaint about it, whether on the forums or Reddit, I can't remember, but that um, some of the guild events that um, multiple guilds join can go up to 50 to 60 people. And what use a house is, if not for storage and not roleplay, let me rephrase that, main purposes of house, for those who doesn't care about roleplay or immersion, would be storage, and we don't have that. 
then comes the role players who would host large events in their houses, like a Dunmore House uh, meeting that invites people from House Hulalu in Doral Talwani to the Ebonheart uh, Chateau. But if they can only host 24 people, that is a, that doesn't make sense. So that's right. one thing. So I hope they increase the um, amount of people that they can squeeze into these, these houses. At least, if not for all of them, at least for the Crown Store exclusives, you know. As for the price point, I mean, um, uh, there are people who also have too many crowns on their um, accounts that they don't use. Like, I remember James on our Discord had 18k crowns already that he doesn't use, and it's just piled up. Right. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went for 20k or higher too to sink all that crown away from the account so people start to purchase again. And, and and that's something that a lot of this pricing maybe go into. Maybe it's our fault as a community that, um, you know, like and they'd probably never release these metrics. But I would really love to see the average crowns per account. Because you're right, there were a couple people who don't care about cosmetics at all in this case, at least not ones that you buy. They like to do uh, in-game stuff, which you know I'm, I'm a big fan of. I'm a collector, so when, when costume stuff came out, I wanted to buy them. Like That was just something that I wanted to do because that's how I like you – know, I have that monkey on my back, and it drives me nuts. Um, <laughs> but not everyone is in that same – Regards, so I've never had more than a couple thousand crowns on my account at one time, and that's normally only ever after my like subscription hit or a sale or something like that. But normally it's pretty low because I spend them very quickly. Um, but a lot of people don't, so that might be driving in those factors. They're trying to release all these cool mounts and stuff like that, and try to entice people to spend their backlog of crowns. Maybe that I guess is we'll see. Yeah. But I don't know, like, yeah, we've already spent, you know, like you said, 5500 that's 40 bucks U.S. if you didn't buy mm-hmm. the, the crowns on a, uh, on a sale, sale, on a sale, which you should never count as a sale. Whatever their price <laughs> is normally is their price. You wouldn't say that, oh, I went out and bought a pair of jeans and they were 10 bucks, but when you go there next week, they're 50 That doesn't lower the value of the item itself it's just the fact you Mm -hmm. got it on a sale you can't count on that so you know always people mentioning oh well it's cheaper if you buy sales it is it very much is but you (laughs) have to have the money when the sale's going on so you know you got 55 40 bucks we've had um mounts who are in that price range that 35 to 40 dollar range that's not uncommon for these things so yeah, I could see these houses being up there in a hundred, hundred and fifty, but much more than that, I don't know. It, I guess, it's different if I saw it like if you were only able to buy these things off the website and it said four hundred bucks, it'd be mm-hmm. different. But if they showed me that sheer amount in crowns, four hundred bucks in crowns, or in crowns, what is that like? Uh, Fifty five hundred. 40 times 10, uh, 55, like almost 60,000 crowns or something like that. That sheer amount would just kind of startle me because you have to do the conversion in your head. And then the conversion in your head's a little off going, uh, you know, (laughs) 
It, it's if I different. can't do the math, I can't afford it. If you can't do the math for something, you can't afford it. Yeah, that's it. right. If you can't do the math, you, you can't do it. Gotcha. All right, so it looks like we're getting another person on the line here to talk about housing, but he's getting ready, so um, I'm just going to give him a minute. So we'll continue that. I do feel like if – I don't know. Like I honestly feel like these these Crown Store exclusive houses shouldn't be in the menu. Like they should – you have to go to the website to buy them. Because then they could just do a dollar amount instead of crown amount. Maybe then it wouldn't it wouldn't freak people out when you open up a thing going, oh my goodness, this thing is you know seventy five thousand crowns. Uh, yeah, but then again, if you have um, let's say fifty thousand crowns piled up on your account, and you see that alongside to the seventy five thousand price point on it, you could say. Wait a minute! I already have fifty thousand piled up. That's a that's a good amount. I mean, it would be a shame if I missed that seventy-five k. So that might also be a positive, uh, a motivation to buy the house. But I don't know who uh, who even has that many amount of that much amount. I'm actually gonna, I'm doing up. some math here real quick, and uh, based on how many crap fifty really divided by twelve. See, so you say seventy five thousand. It's not even possible to have that amount unless you bought crowns, because let's say you're subscribed for you know you've been subscribed since the start. It would take you four point one six 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 repeating years in order to earn that amount of crowns. But the first year you didn't earn crowns anyway. Yeah, and the game's only been out for three years. By the way, how did we get? up to 75 you were talking about like 10 to 15k how did we get it get up to for the big houses for the big ones because we started talking about uh, if they were 200 dollars, 300 dollars, but that would be an investment it's that's not something you would buy if it were that expensive by just saying oh i've been sub since the start and i've never spent any crowns oh yeah you wouldn't have that amount of crowns because in the two years that we've been playing, you know, that even if you've you've done it ever, since the start, you never spent any crowns. It's only been two years. You would probably only have at a max, um, somewhere in the the idea of thirty six hundred if you never spent anything. Somewhere in you know, thir- or not thirty six hundred, thirty six thousand crowns if you never spent anything. Um, I don't think they'll ever go that high, but I do expect a twenty k, fifteen to twenty k price point, <laughs> and that's something you can hoard up, I guess. I mean, even if I, even I have five k uh, stored on my account, so if I can have five k stored up, fifteen to twenty k is reasonable. I mean, we have a, a Tone M- uh, MD in chat. He was pretty much, as we're talking about these prices, saying that it's ridiculous to buy a digital horse for $50. It's also ridiculous to buy a digital house for $100. It's more than the price of an expansion and more than the entire cost of the game. And it really has no utility other than aesthetics. It is true. It's very much true. Um and Dilpat, we did talk about some of the 2.7.2 changes, um, mostly about 
Uh, yeah, we talked about all that stuff. DK leap at the beginning of the of the uh, show. So yes, we did. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. All right. Okay. I was I'm... typing, so I didn't catch the last part. So I'm catching up. One second. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No worries. No worries. I'm. I'm. Um. Yeah, no worries, man. I'm glad you glad you decided to uh, join in. And remember, we're still taking calls on this. If you want to express your thoughts about housing or anything we've talked about, uh, join our Discord. Hop in the podcast lobby. We'll pull you in. Uh, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com/slash/discord. Uh, we do have a caller, um, and unfortunately, he's dealing with kid issues at the moment. So I'm kind of trying to stall a little bit for him, but. Uh, I messaged him, so he'll let me know when he's ready. Okay. Or you, one, right. one of us. Um, so we, we've, we've got that. We've hit on the prices, the crown exclusivity, and the freeform housing. So, I mean, it really... Um, There's one more controversial topic, yeah. which is the storage, actually. Storage. Which is one of the main controversies of the entire housing ordeal, so... We we could talk about that. We can because, as of right now, and and this is pretty much why a lot of people have been turned off of housing. And I know this is actually something that I know uh, Gallisner, who's waiting in chat, would probably love to talk about. Is the fact that as of right now, the houses are cosmetic only. They are uh, essentially. Um, Tamrielic version of The Sims, where you're decorating and that's pretty much what you're doing. Um, and actually, probably Sims isn't even a good idea because you have to manage when you have to go to the bathroom. But uh, <laughs> this is—it's re- really decorating. It's you know, you know, dress me up Barbie, but with houses. Um, that's all it is. There's no functionality, unlike some of the older MMOs that we know, Ultima Online, for instance. Again, this is going back 20 years at this point. But houses in some of these early MMOs offered more than just a place to go hang out. Mm-hmm. Gallusner is ready, by the way. Excellent. I'm going to go ahead and pull him in. Uh, okay. So we've got Gallusner on the line right now. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Great. I hear you're uh, wrestling with your little Nordling. Indeed. <laughs> He's had quite the day. Understandable. My little one was just here, and then he had to go up for dinner, and he threw a little fit. He did not like it. <laughs> but he was having fun trying to mute Daddy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for pretty much that 10 minutes he was on the show, no one was looking at us because he's just adorable. <laughs> so, I mean, we could have said anything we wanted, blah, 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 and he was just he was amazing. Um, so we're talking homestead and housing, and I know you've had a couple – thoughts we'll say on housing in ESO as well as housing in modern MMOs in general so you you want to talk to us about that sure I mean um, I think housing as a whole is like a, a a second thought to MMOs these days especially with the modern MMOs um, we go go back to uh, Ultima Online where the housing was part of the landscape it was part of the game Mm-hmm. Uh, where they where they built the map to accommodate that, it made housing so much more organic to the to the game world. It made it right. seem all right, other than 
um, portals or instances where you have a gathering of players where it, it, you just lose immersion that way, I suppose. Right, absolutely. I understand that completely. I remember in Ultima Online, I had a uh, a prime spot uh, for one of my characters. It was just a small house, and it was an opening, but it was right behind my house was a mountain range, which was great for mining. So I was able to pretty much right outside my house, go mine, and without having to use any portal or going back to town or anything like that, I was able to walk back into my house at the forge, do my work, and go from there. It was it was definitely a, a very neat experience to have and uh we mentioned earlier one of the controversies going on with housing in homestead right now is the fact that and dilpat in chat pretty much said the same thing housing is a idea is good but i have but i feel it's going to be another semi-fulfilled idea we get housing we get a training dummy despite it's going to cost about 500k gold and no housing storage no dummies to show gear on, and you can fall through planks and platforms, etc. If you get knocked down, knocked back. Um, so you know it, it does feel like what they released is nice if you like decorating houses, but there's so very little uh, that you can do with the houses. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, it, it's just it screams of um, of last minute to me. Um, the houses look beautiful the game engine is beautiful they've done a really good job with the artwork with the houses and i think um monetizing it in the uh, crown store is a big big hit for them i think it's perfect for the crown store because it, it doesn't do anything to your character it doesn't boost it in any way and you can earn most of the stuff in game too so you have two options you can you know earn gold for almost everything with the exception of like two houses that are crown store exclusive so yeah i agree yeah, it's great for the crown store. I think they would be uh, foolish not to add uh, storage to the housing, at least for uh, like a lure for, to subscribe to the uh, ESO Plus. Right. Uh, Malaris Aleth, uh, from Alethcast in chat says, What I really hope for is actual guild housing with robust functionality and guild progression. We need to be able to purchase a guild hall and have fun ways in which the guild members can contribute towards the growth and development of the hall via guild uh, quests, crafting, leveling, so on, so on. Uh, for me, housing works best when it's not purely cosmetic, but mm-hmm. actually offers us players new and fun ways to progress in-game alongside our guildmates. So I, don't know, I guess it's a matter of, you know, having a guild house is a matter of um, belonging to a place, because one thing I loved when I was more active in role-playing uh, in other schools online was that we had a designated um, area to our guild. It was mm-hmm. for a time it was Shorestone, for a time it was the Wayne and Priory in Cyrodiil. And having those places that you can walk in, and there are some people from your guild role playing around or just standing there. It's it's a fun thing to have to belong in a place because I knew that if I ever went to Shorestone at an active uh, time of the day, there would be people from my guild. Right. And having a guild hall like that, where people are actively doing something, as Belazar said, maybe quest, maybe crafting something, that made them stay there uh, during their active gameplay time, would create, I don't know, it would be a nice uh, thing to have. Because you would know that if you ever go into that guild hall, there would be people around that you could do stuff with, with 
I don't know. It's, and, it's, I mean, well, here's right. one facet. When we talked about those uh, attunable crafting locations mm-hmm. that you could then take out into the world, they learn the, the crafting thing. So you didn't actually have to go out into the world anymore in order to craft your Hoondig's Rage or, your, you know, whatever, because that, that crafting set would learn that ability, and then you could take it back to your house. So all your guild crafting could be done in the house. Yeah. Given there's not a whole lot of that, like there's not a lot of reason with the fact that a lot of gear doesn't degrade. There's nothing like that. It's not like you're constantly making gear in most cases, but it, you wouldn't have to run people out and about to go anywhere. Because I know Gallister, a lot of times you would uh, uh, get my services and we'd have to run out to, um, oh, why am I drawing a blank on it? The little peninsula for Thieves Guild uh, to do uh, Alchemist, the, the clever Alchemist set for you. Because we, we did, like, several renditions for your builds. And, uh, we, yes, uh, Hughes Bane. Hughes Bane, thank you. We'd have to run out there a million times in order to craft, oh, I need an axe for this, or I need this, this, this. We'd be running back and forth, but being able to do it in the house is pretty neat. I like that. I mean, imagine having, having armor masters inside the house. <laughs> Not that I, I'm using it much right now, but... It's an Imperial City. You have to go to Imperial City. It's hard. Yeah, and there's also that risk. And uh, Bell in chat, thank you. Now I can pronounce your name correctly. It makes it nice and easy. I'll keep that in mind going forward. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about, yeah. Galsner? I appreciate your uh, your call. No, just just going back on the the world versus instant stuff. I mean, and I guess Ultra Online's intellectual uh, successor was Star Wars Galaxies, which basically took Ultra Online engine and put it in a three D Star Wars environment, and it did very well in in that respect. As far as with housing built in, you could have a guild in a guild house, could be any house of any size, and you kept crafters in there crafting and this that, and the other. But the wonderful thing about it not being instances, you could socialize with Oh, yeah. People outside of the guild form alliances, and it, you could have a hub of you could get a spaceport in where people could port in. It was it was great. It'd be wonderful to see that in in Elder Scrolls Online. The problem I would say with the non-instanced housing in Elder Scrolls Online would be that Tamriel is a specific uh, land, and it has a certain um, area of area to it. So you can't you can't extend it uh, uh, well, by your choice. You can generate a new land in Tamriel, and it's beautifully scaled that um, you don't realize it's actually a very small map. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but if you started uh, putting houses there and realize that after the fifth house, the Stormfalls ends, you would realize that it's actually a pretty small map. So that's the problem with non-instanced houses. With this, you don't game. have enough space in Tamriel. Yeah, with this game, yeah, you don't we, have enough space in it. Agreed, and and a lot of that was because they didn't design the map to be overly large. It is very small when you think about it. Each zone is not overly large. It does not take you long to walk from one end to the other. So Tamriel does feel very small in that regard. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, newer games out there who talk about. I'm trying to remember a couple of them off the top of my head, but regardless, they're they're talking about their maps being. Uh, essentially would take you like eight hours to walk from one end to the other. They're very huge, but that also means there's a lot of empty space to allow for the open world housing. This game was not built that way, and that is a problem, and that's one of the reasons why Ultima Online and uh, Star Wars Galaxies, for instance, 
allowed that is the world was built with that in mind. They had a lot of empty space and they made it very large. So that way there was places for housing. It was limited, but there was a lot per shard that you could get. It wasn't like five houses and you were done. But there is going to be a detriment to this game in terms of community, especially with the fact that houses can only have 24 people. It's not like your entire guild can even be in the house at one time. But that social element of hanging out in cities is going to be gone. It's going to be role players. You're going to have a hell of a hard time finding them because they're going to be in a guild house more than likely. Um, oh, it was already that the uh, open world role play is already that. So well, it, it wasn't earlier. Like I remember going to Evanhart and finding tons of people in there. But that's gonna that's gonna make the game world feel very small. Um, other games that have been built with similar ideas, like Final Fantasy XIV, for instance, with their housing. And this is something we talked about when housing was first announced and we were trying to theorycraft exactly what was going to happen, is that Final Fantasy's world is not much bigger than ESO, if at all. It might even be smaller for the actual you know questing areas. But they did neighborhoods where they made a small zone that allowed you to place houses within a neighborhood in each neighborhood maybe you know 50 houses or whatever um mm-hmm. but then it just created infinite instances so you know when you got to the the zone it's like okay what instance do you want to go into and you could find your houses from there so it'll it, it still provided instance housing while providing the neighborhood and i was mm. i'm kind of upset that they didn't go that route because there were a few places in the world specifically in the cities that you could have had those things where it was a gate you went through and all of a sudden like uh i think east march um um east march was one of those areas behind the big city there there was an area that was undeveloped that you could see it on the map that was un- that could have made a great housing zone because when you zoom zoned in, it could have been uh, another extension of the wall and up like 20 houses. And those could have been a neighborhood. And then it just was an infinite instance layer. I'm sad they didn't go that route and that they went with uh, the instance at the door rather than at a gate. And then you go into a neighborhood. Yeah, it reminds me of Dark Age of Camelot, where they had... Dark a, Age did the same thing, there. yes. Yeah. But they did something interesting. They melded the marketplace so that you had to go to people's houses to go to their vendors. Yes, they did. But you, there was one market board where you could search for stuff, which is one of the things that I really liked. And I actually kind of wish they would have added it into this game, where there was one market board where you could search, but you still had to go to the vendor to buy it. You know, it's like, oh, I need um, a tempering alloy. All right. Oh, I see that these merchants have it for these prices. Then you had to trek. I I, I do agree. I, I like that system. But uh, we're kind of getting off topic with that one. Uh, anything else before we end our, our topic on housing? We are kind of running uh, a little long. And I do want to go say goodnight to my son before he goes to bed. No, no I'm, I'm, thank you for having me on. Um, I'm looking forward to ESO housing coming out, and hopefully they will make the fixes they need to, to make. Expand the system. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's a, the housing system right now, I know we talked about this, and a lot of it's because we wanted to have a conversation, right? Conversation is fun to have. Um, but with what they started on, as long as they don't end here, this is a good base. If they release this and nothing else for housing ever again, that's a short miss. Like they missed the mark here. And that's really sad that they did that. I'm that would make me very upset, but they have a great base and a great starter. They're off to a good start. 
and I hope they continue adopting and adding to this system and not just fire and forgetting it because that oh, would yeah. be a real injustice. All right. I think that's uh, kind of it. We're running a little long arc, so I think we're going to have to cut off our tails. We'll have to save that for next week because uh, I do have a couple things I want to talk about as well. Um, but <laughs> we are going for over two hours now, so um, I do want to um, go say goodnight to my son. Uh, so okay. anything else before we hop off, bud? Um, not that I can think of, no. It's 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 been a great show. That I mean, it's been a while since we were able to – you know, we we had to cut an episode short because we were running too late. So that was that was fun. It's, right. It's, it, it absolutely it's good to have was. these episodes and once in a while. We could have still gone, but I I want to you know <laughs> I have to get going. Um, but I do appreciate everyone in chat. Uh, Bell from Alithcast, he's in there. Dilpat, um, a bunch of other people. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to scroll up here so I can give everyone their just due. Uh, Tone MD. Um, and a few others that are in here. OBS, yes, all him in there. ESO yeah. Mana, thank you so much, guys, for hanging out and chat and for being active. You guys are great. I want to thank the people who called in. We got Gallisner calling in and um, Esteldian. Esteldian calling in. Yeah, both of you guys, fantastic. It's been so long. I've got to talk to Esteldian. I almost forgot his name. It's awful. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, as always, to uh, my co-host and the guy who's always here no matter what because I don't let him leave. <laughs> um, thank you thank so you. much. Uh, I hope everyone appreci- or, uh, appreciated and enjoyed this episode. Be back next week. We do these call-in shows because they're fun to do, and I love to hear from the community. Check us out, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. Leave us five-star reviews or any review, really, on our, on our podcast. That always helps us out. And uh, thank you so much for your support, uh, both monetarily through Patreon and through listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. I hope everyone has a wonderful evening. Good night, everybody. Good night. The serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortals sway. So
Sun burns bright.